Hey guys, welcome to The Breakdown Podcast. So glad you're joining us today. My name is Mary. I am here with Brock and Josh. How are you guys doing on this lovely day? Just super wonderful. And we're back. We're back. Yeah, Yeah, it's been a little longer for me because I missed the last episode. We uh, said some things about you. So if you want to... Mostly good. All good things. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but it's good to be back. We have been doing recaps kind of coming in at the end of a series of one at our church. So this past um, week, we finished out a series on confessions. Um, But we're coming at the end of these series that we're doing, and we're taking a verse just throughout the series and just diving into it, learning more about it. And hopefully you're going to walk away and have more understanding of God's word um, and just be encouraged. And so we have a verse for you today, but if you didn't catch the confession series, it was really good. Um, And what happened in that series was we took different, just what I would call just touchy topics, some things in our life, maybe in our faith journey or in our um, seasons of life that we walk through where we don't really love always talking about them or they're just difficult to talk about sometimes. And so uh, John and different speakers that we had throughout the series, I kind of jumped into those. And so we're going to be taking a verse from one of those weeks. Any chance we're going to hear some deep, dark secrets from you today, Brock? I, I have been watching The King of Queens a lot lately. and so every, That's your dirty little secret? Yeah, that's my dirty little secret. And so, every, when I, so Kevin James would say, he would call this series Confessions. Confessions. Yeah, and so I think of that every time, like, oh, we're in the Confessions series. Hilarious. That sounds French a little bit, too. It does. It's, I like uh, that. At an aha uh-huh at the end. Confessions. Oh, that's uh-huh. really good. You sound French. <laughs> that's awesome. We're going to read uh, from Luke 6 today, beginning in verse 46. So let's... Uh, let's buckle up, strap in, settle down, put your listening ears on, guys. Confessions. <laughs> so beginning in verse 46, Jesus says this, So why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? I'll show you what it's like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching, and follows it. And then 48, It's like a person building a house who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid rock. When the flood waters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it is well built. But anyone who hears and doesn't obey is like a person who builds a house right on the ground without a foundation. When the floods sweep down against that house, it will collapse into a heap of ruins. Dun, dun, dun. Well done. Well well done reading that verse. Um, you're like our, our go-to reader. You got that good reading yeah, voice. Yeah, <laughs> um, So let's jump into a little bit of context. If this is your first time joining us, um, context so important. Gives us kind of a better idea of instead of just jumping right into a verse and pulling it out and maybe finding the wrong meaning, context kind of helps us mm-hmm. understand a little bit more about it. And so um, this is in the Gospel of Luke, and Luke is a physician, so doctor, um, which I kind of love because I feel like that that's like kind of cool. He's like, he's not, he's not just a fisherman. Yeah. He's like a doctor. Could you imagine being a doctor in like two? Oh my gosh. Like year two. Yeah. I'm sure some of these practices were like, let's put some leeches on uh, that uh, uh, <laughs> and then you'll be better in about three months. I just can't so. even imagine the stuff he had to do. Oh with. my gosh. Yeah. That kind of scares me because being pregnant, I'm like, if, if I had to be pregnant at the time he was a doctor, that's just scary. Sends fear oh, yeah. <laughs> throughout me. But, um, Luke, so he's a physician and uh, fun, little fun fact for you guys. Whenever I was in Bible college, I was taking a test. I was studying for a test, just got a new car, and they asked, hey, who is 
you know, Luke addressed to, like who who's in the like who's it addressed to at the beginning, and the name is. Do you do you guys know? Yes, because we've talked about this on this podcast before. Oh, have I shared this the story? Angels. Oh yes. my god, you remembered though. Yes. Well, yes, I guess you probably just yes, because Luke wrote his letter to almost. Oh, so am I doing the Theophilus? dad thing where yes. I share a story that I already shared? Yes, and then, been hanging okay. out with us. Too yes, long. exactly. Well, my it's car okay. was named Theophilus, you guys, and yes. I'm really proud of that name. Uh, you should be. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's <laughs> okay, awesome. that is really funny that I already told you guys that. Um, and then uh, a couple of other things. One, this is a synoptic gospel, so this is a gospel that kind of reflects a lot of what you're going to find in the other gospels. And... Um, Especially in this one, we're kind of coming into, uh, you've probably heard of like the Sermon on the Mount from Matthew. Um, this is a little bit of a reflection of that. It's the Sermon on the Plain. Oh. Um, but it has a lot of they those similarities. Uh, <laughs> yes, different so like kind of, the different kind of plane. Not, yeah. not that kind of yeah. plane. Yeah. Philosophers yeah. just stood up and Could and we say speeches. since this was on the plane instead of the mount, this sermon fell a little flat? Uh, That's good. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. That was my best yeah. Uh, drum yeah, yeah, thing. <laughs> Thank you, oh, most excellent Theophilus. <laughs> but, but the thing that's cool about synoptic gospels is the reason we call them that is it looks like maybe Matthew, Mark, and Luke shared some information. There's a lot of similar yeah. stories. And so we see this story yeah. in Matthew and in Luke. Is, but we're going to look at the, yeah. the Lucan account today, yes, as yes. It, you could say. Which, like, it, like, you know, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew, like, it's like chapters, you know, there's like, it's like really hefty. And this one's a little, like, it's like he took took certain parts of that, like certain yeah. pieces of that. And so you'll see similarities, especially um, the verse we're hitting today. If you go to Matthew 7, 21 through 27, you're going to see almost like a very close to a reflection of um, this same kind of passage. And so it's kind of cool to see that and to mm-hmm. compare them. But um, so we're going to jump into it. Yeah. Why don't we read verses 46 and 47 again and then break it down. So 46... Uh, Jesus addressing his listeners. So why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? I will show you what it's like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching, and then follows it. When we were talking about this passage, 46 felt like it had different emotions for all of us. Mm -hmm. Like some of us, it felt a little corrective, like Jesus is kind of giving us a warning, like, hey, you call me Lord, but you don't do what I say. So do you really know me as Lord? Mm -hmm. And some of us felt it was a little uh, invitational, maybe, of Jesus saying, hey, if you're really going to call me Lord, this is kind of what it looks like. And so, he's, he's just setting up this whole passage that if you call me Lord, there's like a certain thing that follows with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would that be a decent way to describe our conversation earlier? Yeah. And just a little like con- contextual side note, you know, we were talking about how it's similar to Matthew, but it's a little bit different. But right before this, Luke's talking about a tree is known by its fruit. So to me, <clears throat> as I read this, I, I do think it's interesting that that the first thing that Jesus says in this little section is kind of, well, you call me Lord, Lord, but you don't do what I say. So this kind of tree fruit scenario of like, here's what here's what those who follow me do, here's what those who don't. So it is really interesting to consider that as we move in. Because if you do follow Jesus, there'll be some fruit that follows that. So, yeah, it gives mm-hmm. evidence to oh, it. Oh, so that makes a lot more sense now when Mary often says that I'm a little fruity. Mm. <laughs> she means I'm a good Christian guy. That's exactly what she's oh, saying. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's what, a lot better yes. now. It's a compliment. Yes. Sorry, it's uh, dad <laughs> joke central today. I'm so sorry. He's really on a roll today, yeah. you guys. No. That's why Mary keeps calling me butter. Yeah, because he's on a roll. Because you're on a roll. Nice. Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> 
I'll stop I, I do if I like can. that one. Though. I'll stop if I can. <laughs> um, no, I, I would agree, and I like this because I. It's almost like I don't know if you've ever had where some like you haven't made the connection of like, hey, I'm saying this one thing, but I'm doing something different, yeah. and so like the compassion that comes through when someone's like, hey, you said this, but this is not really lining up. It's actually like quite a compassionate thing to do, you know? And so I think that that's so common for all of us is like we have intentions or we say something. And I always tell my husband uh, this, and he's actually really good at it. So this is not an (laughs) indictment on him, but I'm like, don't tell me, show me. And I think that that's kind of such a important thing for us, like to, to connect the two things and get out of that cycle of like, thinking, thinking, you know? So yeah. they're saying like, hey, Lord, Lord. So they're thinking, hey, like allegiance to the Lord. Like I, I'm following you, but they're not actually doing it. So he's like kind of making that connection for Bringing them. the two worlds together. Don't just yeah. say yeah. it, but do it. And so hopefully those can live in congruence. Which is huge, yeah. yeah. And then interestingly, uh, because of what you just said, Jesus this says, I will show you what it's like mm-hmm. when someone comes to me, listens to my teachings and then follows it. Yeah, and so it's, it's not so much... I don't know. There's a little bit of a warning here, but it's also like an invitation. Mm-hmm. Hey, come to me, and I'll show you what it's like for those that truly understand what it's like to follow me because they're obeying my words, and there's there's a benefit to that. There's a, a yeah. joy to that. There's a hope to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think someone used the word compassion earlier. It's a very, like, compassionate thing for him to do to, to, to share that and go, hey, here is how you can uh, receive this. Because he goes on and he says – that the one who does this, the one who listens to my teachings and doesn't just listen, but actually follows it, actually does it, that person's like a person building a house who digs deep. So there's like depth to it, uh, lays the foundation on solid rock. So there's this sense of security, right? Uh, then he says, when the floodwaters rise. So not if, but when, and we all know that life throws curveballs all the time. Uh, and break against the house, it stands firm because it's well built. So very, it's a very compassionate offer that he's making. And sometimes I think in Christianity we get this idea that if we we do follow Jesus really well, there will be no floodwaters. Right. That's not something that seems to be evident as we really study and dig deep in the scriptures. The floodwaters are on their way. Mm-mm. But then we think, okay, kind of what could Jesus be meaning by floodwaters? And we, so we think biblically context, there's persecution that Christians feel, he talks about in the, in the parable of the seeds that there's the cares of life and the worries and concerns yeah. of this world. Uh, there's just difficulty that comes along in terms of, uh, especially in this time, the famines, uh, obviously not having enough money to take care of things, but all those things are to come along. But if you've built this foundation on doing what Jesus says, those floodwaters are going to come, uh, but it's going to stand firm against those things. So it's protecting you against those things that we have no control about. Mm-hmm. The thing that we can control to some degree is trying to follow Jesus, and that helps us through these difficult times. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And uh, I think we can all uh, relate to that, like, um, experience of when you're kind of like, I, you know, something in life's happening. I don't know which way is up. Everything around me kind of feels shaky. But there's a huge difference of when, maybe even metaphorically, it, your feet feel planted firmly and secure, or you feel like you're getting kind of swept up with it and you're spiraling and stuff like that, right? And so uh, he's, you know, this is like this parable, it's this metaphor, but it's it's a really, uh, it's one of my favorites because it's just so relatable. It's just so relatable to what life can feel like. Uh, so again, just so compassionate that he's, he's offering this kind of, um, I would say choice, because then he goes on and he says, but anyone who hears and doesn't obey, 
is like a person who builds a house right on the ground without a foundation. Or some translations say on the sand. Yeah. 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 yeah on the sand. So which makes, it makes my mind kind of think of like the beach or whatever, especially because we're talking about floodwaters and stuff. I've never been a big fan of the beach. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just burn. My skin is like a lightning rod for sunburning. <laughs> and I'm bald too. So it's like, here's this big, huge Summer's lightning rod. on its way. Just, Get ready. I know, just burn. <laughs> so I have to coat my body in sunscreen yeah. just to walk outside for two seconds and then <laughs> say, am I pink? Hats am I pink? Only. What's going on here? Yeah, hats only. Hats and only. as a bald man, you oh, can't wear the hat with the little hole in the back. You'll get a little patch. Because huh? you get a little patch on the back of your head. <laughs> no. So oh my goodness. inside in the world of bald men, you hairy people, wow. you. <laughs> man, talk about floodwaters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah now if we're talking about yeah. persecution. That's yeah. a hard life. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> it's, hard, my bad. it's a hard knock life for yeah. Brock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, even talking about the beach show, he goes on and says the floodwaters sweep down against the house it will collapse into a heap of ruins i know this isn't the same thing but uh, again my mind goes to if you've ever been to the beach and you stand on i guess it's the shoreline where the waves come in and the and the sand is all wet and if you it's it's interesting to me how if you stand there uh you when the water comes in it's weird how it shifts stuff around and how you sink into the sand and then when the water goes goes back out now you're like ankle deep Mm -hmm. and then the longer you stand there it's really interesting because it's like the deeper into the sand you get, you know, and that's just like a fun thing to do. But, but it's, it's also, it's not quicksand, but it kind of reminds me of quicksand and how often like when we're kind of uh, flailing and stuff and we feel like we're in quicksand, but uh, man, what a, what a, and just a, what is this two verses? Like what a vivid uh, picture that Jesus yeah, is painting the of the difference, you yeah. know, between the, so we're the, cause we're the ones building the house. Right. So he says, he's talking about this person and he says, uh, this person's the one building the house, but it's whether or not they're building it on the rock is what makes all the difference. And I think that's really huge. It's such a, it's such an incredible. And you think verse 48, it's like this idea of stability. Yeah. Verse 49, unstable. And so like here, those that follow me, they're, they're building upon this. I'm something you can trust. I'm stable. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be good for your life. And those floodwaters come, you're not going to sink or go down to ankle deep. You're going to still be stable in uh, my, my plans for you. Yeah, and I think even like, you, I don't think you can always do this, but if you work backwards a little bit in this verse and knowing like, okay, like I'm facing some instability in my life. I'm feeling more like verse 49 than verse 48 or something like that. It might be a good time to evaluate um, that kind of first, I don't want to call it uh, accusation, but just am I saying Lord, Lord, but not truly like live? It might be a good time to ask that question, truly acting on it and actually con- making that connection. Because I think yeah. that we hear this and we, you know, if you've been in church or been reading your scripture for any amount of time, it's really easy to make this white noise. Oh yeah, build your build your life on a rock, build your life on Jesus, you'll be stable. I think these people thought they were. <laughs> they thought they were, you know, they were saying Lord, Lord. But they were still missing that piece of that follow through with yeah. it, and so I think that's so important. Yeah, you've gone to meddling. No, you've gone <laughs> I'm to meddling. A meddler. You made me feel a little guilty there inside my soul. <laughs> oh, no, I don't Thank want that, that at one. all. So, yeah. Well, and anyone who has who follows Jesus and experienced this knows. It, maybe it's just my experience, but one of the toughest things is is allowing ourselves to have time with the Lord to be wholeheartedly honest with Him. You know what I mean? Like the stuff that that we're afraid of the most, um, afraid of like acknowledging to him, you know, confessing to him and actually getting to the point where we can just be honest with ourselves and honest with him. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the most 
for some reason for me, some of the most terrifying moments that lead to some of the most rewarding moments where it's like you've kind of come face to face with God and who you really are and what's really in your heart and you share that with him and then he's still there and he's still good and he still loves you and you know what I mean? And it's, it's like this kind of newfound uh, freedom or this maybe even stability now mm-hmm. that Jesus talks about. And so it's, it's so, but it's so tough to get there, I think, because, and now we're kind of uh, getting into a little bit of, of a conundrum mm-hmm. for me. About, but I mean, was, you're talking about that. It's that whole, the whole series we've just finished about yeah. confessions. We're not just talking about yeah. even being able to say that to others, but even being able to come to God. Just to God. Yeah. It's, it's really, if you really like, work to get there. It really is interesting to me how difficult that can be. And so it's really, um, uh, it can be a tough thing. It can be, you know, I use the word conundrum because um, it's really is that like key to to finding and, and living in that freedom of Jesus. And yet it, it's kind of become uh, maybe taboo or a little bit like, so when you think of, you know, Jesus is basically talking about uh, commands and submission and obedience and those have kind of become a little bit of <clears throat> bad words and or like scary topics or whatever and yet you know he's kind of saying like this is the key to this stability that I'm offering you and I think that's our conundrum mm-hmm. is we're we're Jesus is inviting us to come back and yet oftentimes in the church at least in my experience this has been used as a weapon mm. or diminishing like say, Come along and say, hey, like we just talked about this last week about my marriage is in trouble. Well, if you just read your Bible more and come to Jesus, everything's going to be fine. And we've given that advice in the church world, and it can leave people hollow or shamed because it didn't work for them. And we're not saying that that's not a beautiful piece. We're not discounting getting some help, talking to other people. It's like this beautiful stew that we have, and we're throwing all these great ingredients in there. And oftentimes in our current world, it feels like a work on your mental health go see a counselor, do all these things, and we're, we're highly, highly advocating those things. But also, there's an invitation from Jesus to come back to him, not in a, hey, because your life is messy right now, you've messed up, but an invitation to come back and say, hey, as you come back to me and allow my word to penetrate your heart, there's a firm foundation for that. I'm going to help you through these floodwaters. And so it's not like yeah. a, hey, better get back in your Bible, but right. hey, here's an invitation mm-hmm. to continue to find stability. This is one of the beautiful pieces that we yeah. need to have together yeah. to find that peace and find that stability because of what Jesus brings to us from his word. Yeah, and I think that's also what um, so many people loved about the first week of this series, which we talked about mental health. And I think sometimes they feel that black and white of like, oh, I either need to like pray or like I need to just get a quick fix, you know? And I think that that's what's beautiful about this is like there's this both and. But like where we begin is so important and the foundation has to be Jesus. So yeah. we can't discount that just because we have these helpful steps too. So I think it's that both and and that's that um, partnership with those two that makes it really powerful and helpful. Yeah, they can live together. Yeah. And they should because there is significant things that have happened to us in the past or certain things that we got to work through and we're not discounting those, but let's just add and make sure that's all, we're throwing all the ingredients in to make this beautiful, yeah. beautiful concoction mm. of, yeah. uh, of, of being stable in Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah, thing, there's, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I just, on top of that, there's just, the, there's a huge difference between legalism and lordship. So Jesus is calling us to lordship. Yeah. Legalism is, 
tends to to be in the same realm as like self-righteousness. If I do this, if I do that, if I don't do that. And so it hinges on my ability to like live in this way that I'm supposed to do or other people think I'm supposed to do. Lordship is recognizing that I can't do that. Jesus did that for me. You know, he's God. He's the stability. He's the stability. And I'm not going to lean on my own self-righteousness. I'm going to lean on his righteousness and, uh, and I'm going to let him be the Lord of, you know, let, it sounds funny to say, I'm going to let God do anything. I'll let you do this. But but (laughs) he will be the, the Lord of my life and I will follow him. I mean, that's a huge difference. Yeah. So good. I love um, this series and I really think that this is a great way to wrap it up because we really do have all of these things in our world now and things that are important that will help us like counseling, like Broxheimer and like these different things that we can do. But we cannot forget, like the we B-I-B-L-E. cannot the B I B L E. The B I B L E. That's yep. the book for me. Wow, I changed the like rhythm. Yeah, of that. Like, you went. You I went to got a new school on that. <laughs> yeah, that was you new mo- school. Modernized it, <laughs> but but like as Christians, like our faith is built on Jesus, like period, and that's where we start. And I think sometimes we negate that, and so this can be a reminder of like, hey. Yes, we need to do these things. We need to, um, you know, work to get better and and come into this back into this journey. But it's a journey we do alongside um, Jesus and with Him being our rock and our foundation. So it might be like as you're listening to this, like I haven't read the Bible a lot. Maybe it's trying to think. I'll read a few verses here and there, just kind of getting back into a rhythm to let that Bible and let the teachings of Jesus penetrate our souls so that we can learn to obey those things and, yeah. and go from like there. Like an invitation. Yeah. So not not like no condemnation in this, no like, oh, I got to get back to Jesus right now. And hey, yeah, maybe you do. <laughs> but it's an invitation. Yeah. Um, and that's, he's going to be your help as you do these things. And as you face these uncomfortable things that we've have talked about in this series on confessions. And so um, I hope that you are encouraged by that verse and, or those verses and um, inspired to do those things. And so we will be back at the end of our next series. Um, our next series, I'm not going to actually give any hints. It's really oh. great. Um, and so that make means sure to Mary join forgot us. what it is. Oh, I got it. I got it right here. Okay. Right. She's got some mysterious <laughs> intrigue. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. And um, now that we're doing more uh, spaced out episodes, really want to encourage you guys to subscribe. You can even put the push notifications on Spotify if that's where you're listening. Um, and you'll get these reminders so you don't have to remember oh did we finish a series okay it's time um so make sure to join us next week thank you for joining us and we'll see you then bye bye thanks for joining us for this episode of the breakdown you know it's our hope that you've learned something new about god's word for the sake of knowing god and taking one step in your journey to the center of god's purpose for your life if you're wanting to keep the discovering going which we hope you are you can check out past episodes at hopefellowship.net slash podcasts or by searching The Breakdown on Spotify or any other streaming platform. And don't forget, please leave us a review. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of The Breakdown.